0: Hello, welcome to the Data Science Happier Warriors Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Pettis. Today I'm going to be talking about knowing your business. Back when I started in data science, I was tasked with making a forecast, a time series forecast for a particular time series that was my job that I actually got hired for. So Because I was young, dumb, and ambitious, I took that job and decided to make a general forecasting package out of it, not just for doing that particular task. This was complex. It took me a month, uh, and I was given a week to do my job. It took me over a month to do, and my boss was a little mad, but I I thought I would come back and, and give her the full results and show her not only did it take more time, but I made a better, superior package to what the task was I was given. Well, I came back. I barely accomplished it, I got something together. It wasn't the best thing ever, as you could probably guess. Showed it to her, and she was less than thrilled because A, I was late. But B, she asked a critical question, which was, What did you do here? And I said, I made a general forecasting package. And she said, What other time series are you going to actually forecast with this that are part of your job? And I said, Well none yet. And she said, Well you really don't have any on the horizon either. It wasn't worth the generalization at this point for the time. So I gave it to her, and that was it. I just had a late project was my first one, so I was was really bummed. About a week later, a person from another group came by and said that my boss had told them that I had made something that was a general forecasting package. They had a very special case. They said, we have an Excel package. We just want to be able to, when we put data in, fit a linear line to it on a pretty automated basis. Can you do this? I actually could. It wasn't that hard. So they came back with the with the data and with the spreadsheet. I coded that thing up in about an hour and gave it back to them. They were thrilled with what I had done. They were so thrilled that I had won some about two weeks later after they had done it, or the next month, I'd won some sort of performance award that also had some cash payout. So I within the span of about a month or a month and a half I was able to reflect on one project where I had worked really hard to do something general that that really didn't go anywhere. Another project that took me about an hour that was really simple, that was really appreciated. And I didn't know what to make of that, except for the first lesson I thought maybe I should take from this was really never try. It's not worth doing the work, but uh, that kind of faded. I thought the lesson I should really learn was that I should really know my business. Specifically, know what the problems are that that my business actually has that are needed to be solved, and what can I do, and how am I uniquely capable of solving those problems for the business? In the Venn diagram of good data science, we've talked about so far knowing knowing stats, being knowing your data, knowing your tech, so you know how to be self-sufficient, and now we're talking about knowing your domain, or knowing your business. To be frank, learning your business is maybe the hardest part about data science, and I don't say that lightly it's hard to learn the algorithms. It's hard to learn the technology. It takes a lot of effort to go through these classes and learn how to do a lot of this stuff. It's new. It's complex. It's a lot of complexity for someone to manage. But there are classes there for you to do that. There are people, there are peer groups who talk just about data science. And so you have an environment in which to learn data science from what you consider your peers. What's harder is to learn how to apply it in your particular setting. Your peer group are people who aren't necessarily data scientists and probably aren't and probably shouldn't be data scientists. They're the people that you are bringing your skill to them to help them do what they're doing. So that's your unique niche. You're hoping that you're unique in this this capability. But you have to do this because apart from knowing machine learning and how to make models, your job is also to bridge that and bring that to bear and to bring that to light for the people who want that for you. So you have to be able to communicate that to them. And in order to do that, you need to understand what their problems are, what their lingo is, how it is that you can solve their problem, which means you're going to have to talk to them. And you're going to have to investigate and figure out what their problems are and what they need from you and how to talk to them so that you can actually be of use to them, so you can be mutually beneficial to each other. Again, this is hard, but this is important. And there aren't classes in this part so far in, in data science. You have to learn how to do your business. Now, many of you may work in groups where problems are brought to you. Well, as I've learned, you're not always brought good problems. They may just be junk, such as things like predictive future oil prices from current TV Nielsen ratings. You don't always want to be left at the mercy of the people who may not make good project decisions about what's a good data science project and what's a, a possible potential data science project. If you are at the mercy of these people, the work you do can become very uninteresting. And, even worse, actually, you may find yourself in an expendable branch of the business because you didn't know what was important to them. Neither of these conditions are good. And it's not just about the money. Big, great, interesting projects often solve really cool problems. And that's, how you, that's Those are the projects that you want to get on. But you need to know what the good projects are and what the useless projects are. And, in addition to that, you need to have some practice on the projects that are small, still interesting, still useful, but you've cut your teeth on these things so you have some skills and backgrounds apart from the data science classwork that you've done. Practicing on finding close-at-hand helpful problems for people to solve can hone your instincts on finding the right large problem to solve. And identifying the small, helpful problems and letting those problems dictate your skill development can put you in a position to offer the skills that are needed on the big projects, on the big things you want to get to. As I said in a previous podcast, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Develop your skills. Be patient, but develop. Being patient doesn't mean just sit and waiting idly. It means look around you. Develop the skills you think you need. Recognize the problems that are around you and build that. Build your skill set to solve those things so that when the call comes, you are ready to do the big project. When I was an undergrad, I was prepping to go to grad school. One of my options was in physics. I ended up going in math, but I applied in physics. And I asked my advisor what I could do to distinguish myself from the pool of other applicants. I was coming from a small school and I knew I was competing against people from larger more prestigious schools and he said to me if you're going to physics take a summer this coming summer get a job with a plumber or an electrician or HVAC company over the summer and put that on your application. He told me everybody who applied to grad school in physics got good grades and took advanced courses but professors who ran labs needed some practical people I had a better chance of getting in if they saw that I could wire or plumb. And I could beat out people for these slots from more prestigious schools with better test scores than me. And he was right. I got I got uh, acceptance letters from places that I shouldn't have gotten into. And when I did, when I talked to the professors, they said, and they asked me my experience what I had done in plumbing. And they needed that. And as I said, I wasn't the smartest person out there. There were more and smarter people out than me who did better on tests, who had better scores, who had you know, deeper classwork, just smarter than me, but I had some practical skills and that's important. And you should recognize that that's that's universal across this and business. So I suggest stopping and looking around your business. Talk to people outside of your group. Find out what their problems are. Let that be a good guide for you in choosing your projects. And let that be a good guide for you for what kind of data science skills you should learn. You'll get much better ideas on what to work on And be useful and set yourself up to recognize good problems when you see them if you do these things, if you just stop and look around and see what the real problems are around you. In the words of Picasso, you should learn the rules like a pro so that you can break them like a master. In this case, learn what the problems are around you. Learn what the skills are to solve them. And learn the current state of the problem-solving methods around you that are being used so that you can see, should I bring data science to bear on this? Can data science actually improve this? And if so, you can be that person that does that. So learn the small problems well, so you have a better chance of recognizing the good and the big problems. That's it for now. This has been the Data Science Happier Warriors podcast. I've been your host, Matt Pettison. Please keep fighting the good fight.